We're spending the next few minutes of WGTD's morning show with actress and producer Jessica Joan, who made headlines as uh, one of the women who came forward courageously as a whistleblower to help bring Keith Rainier and other leaders of the infamous Nexium sex trafficking cult to justice. And Keith Rainier is going to be behind bars for a very, very long time. Jessica Joan, in the, the wake of, of this and, and other difficulties and even traumas in her life, has uh, put together a podcast that she is sharing with the public right now called The Untouchable Jessica Joan. And uh, soon to be released will be a book of the same name. And we uh, have Jessica Joan with us on the phone for the next few minutes to, to talk about both of these projects and the real-life experience uh, from which uh, they stream. Jessica Joan, we welcome you to The Morning Show. Hi there. Thank you so much for having me. I'm intrigued by the title, The Untouchable Jessica Joan, because, uh, of course, in a sense, uh, none of us are perfectly untouchable, untouched by uh, what we experience in life, and especially the difficulties that we experience. I mean, they tend to touch us actually very deeply. So I'm curious uh, what you mean by the word untouchable and how that is an apt description for you at this point in your life. So it's actually exactly what you're saying. Um, the whole concept for me behind untouchable is that way of empowering oneself despite, in spite of all of the traumas that one can um, go through. So for me, my childhood was really traumatic. I experienced a lot of pain, a lot of suffering, a lot of heartbreak, and it didn't kill me. And at the end of the day, because of my connection with myself, and, you know, it, it was a whole process and a whole journey to become this word untouchable, but it's that no matter what happens to me, what adversity, what challenge, I'm always going to be okay. And that's really the messaging behind that that I'm sharing with other people is that, yeah, you know, someone can touch you who wasn't supposed to touch you. You could get beat up. All of these things can happen. You could even lose a limb. But at the end of the day, that doesn't have to stop you. You can keep going and be untouchable and find happiness and find love within yourself in spite of all these challenges. I'm curious about the, the fact that, uh, that your podcast uh, touches on matters related to, uh, to your early life, to the childhood that you were just, just mentioning, uh, and, and I assume also touches on more recent traumas in, as, as well. Uh, in including, of course, uh, that involving the Nexvium uh, cult. I wonder how you see all of these traumas in your life as related to one another. I mean, uh, are they different stripes of the same kind of trauma or, or very different kinds of trauma? And do they spring, in a sense, from the same place? Or, or do they, they, did they come at you from very different directions? Well, the thing is, with my trauma, and usually what happens, like, especially, you know, when we're young and we experience the world and we learn the world from that space of our experience, because I had such a wide range from, you know, a mother that was a narcissist to parents that were um, 
you know, having a, a substance abuse and addiction and things like that. Um, so there was a great sense of abandonment um, among many other things. And so with Nexium, going through all of these traumas is what led me to wanting to be in a place where people were focused on healing their traumas and being better versions of themselves and also wanting to help other people because that's also a core part of who I am is I, I genuinely want people to be happy. I genuinely want this to be a better world. And so it attracted me to that. So that's why it was such a great high-level manipulation that Keith did and that this group did is because it preyed on those people using their goodness against them and then also creating this sense of community. So for these people that might have abandonment issues or that don't feel understood and, you know, want to express their goodness, but we're in a world where, you know, that's not necessarily how you get ahead or at least it hasn't been. Um, it was a refuge for those kind of individuals, including myself. Mm. Can you just briefly describe what brought you to the place where you wanted to step forward as a whistleblower? Was there kind of a dramatic moment that was a catalyst, kind of a last straw, or or was it kind of an incremental thing where slowly you began to realize uh, the evil and depravity of, of what this was and, uh, and, and ultimately brought you to that place where you wanted to step forward and speak out? Well, if you know me, <laughs> I am not a person that just, like, takes stuff, especially when it has to do with injustice or disrespect. Like, I have, I have like, a, a zero tolerance for that. Um, and so what happened was, um, and I have all this detailed in my book, and it's, it's such a, a long, multi-layered story, but essentially Allison Mack gave me the special assignment that was indeed nefarious that was using my traumas against me to further create more pain and harm, but in a way, in a way where she described it as healing. So for me, because I've been through so much stuff in life, I had the awareness and the wherewithal to know that that's BS. This is wrong and you're actually an evil person. Um, and so for me, as soon as I realized that this wasn't right, I didn't have all the details at that point, but I knew something was wrong and that they were not doing something good. And that's essentially when I started my whole getting out of here and figuring out ways that were going to protect myself and the people I cared about and the people involved. In your podcast, The Untouchable Jessica Joan, you make reference to being on your own path of healing. That is, it is your path. It's not anyone else's path. And and no one else can possibly know uh, what healing is 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 necessary for you, or or how that healing needs to take place. Uh, ex- explain what has been most important in your own path of healing from the trauma that you have experienced in your life, and to what extent can those lessons you've learned apply to other people's lives and the healing which they need. Well, I'd say a huge, a huge important tool with that is forgiveness. So not only forgiveness of others, but forgiveness of myself. You know, it's like we would be doing better if we knew better. 
no one is inherently perfect. And especially when you go through things and you're coming from a fractured experience of having trauma, feeling abandoned, not feeling loved, you're going to then take actions or lead yourself in directions or have patterns that are going to be a little bit more self-destructive because you don't even know what it is to really be loved. And I will say that most people on this planet really don't know that because we're not given a book on how do we be these great, amazing, loving individuals. And so, um, you know, it's been a whole journey for me to remember who I really am. Like, who am I at my core? which is love, like, which is inside of all of us. It's all we want. People just want to love and be loved. But then there's all this other crap that the world throws at us that keeps us away from that. Mm. So that's been a huge part of my journey of healing. Well, and of course, that's part of what was at the heart of the Nexium cult, is preying on that desire for people uh, to love and be loved. But, of course, it was twisted in such an ugly, evil way. And, of course, you are one of the people who stepped forward to speak up about that. Um, In your podcast, in one of the most recent episodes, you make reference to to the work that people need to do with themselves. And you characterize that as being being able to sit with yourself. Let's just finish with a, a quick clarification on what it means to be able to sit with oneself. Why is that so important? That is, that is like, the most important. I mean, honestly, there's so many things that are the most important. But the thing is, when we have these traumas, these uncomfortable feelings, or these ugly parts of ourselves that we don't want to look at, then we run to drugs and alcohol, partying, distractions, even relationships, eating, whatever it is, because we don't want to sit with that discomfort. So then we're running farther and farther from ourselves and distracting ourselves instead of the sitting. And the thing is, when you are with yourself and able to be quiet and able to, like, face your truth is when you can really start the healing and get clarity. Because as long as you're living in a state of denial and delusion from your reality, you're forever going to be away from the truth and a little lost. The podcast is The Untouchable Jessica Joan and soon to be released, a book of the same name. Jessica Joan, thank you so much for joining me on The Morning Show. Very best wishes to you. Thank you so much. Take care.